As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Three, two, one, zero. Hello, welcome to... Episode 117, My Junk. Hey Money Clan, very special welcome to the Chain of Wealth podcast. I'm your host, Dennis O'Brien. And I'm Katie Walsh. So guys, we got something very interesting today and that's hashtag my junk and... Hashtag my junk is something we're trying to do on Twitter. So if you like, this is going to be a little bit of an engaging show. So we would love for you guys to send us your junk using hashtag my junk. And we'll maybe do a bit of an after show and talk about all the junk that we've seen people amass. <laughs> so the story of this episode is basically, have you ever bought something that you thought was amazing and you literally used it one time? And that was it? So the idea of this show came because Dennis has a ton of junk. Like, so much. It is unbelievable. And I feel like we live in a very compact area. Yeah, we live in a really small apartment. It's like 750 square feet. If you're being generous. Yeah, like on a big day. And that includes the outdoor area. <laughs> <laughs> so... The place has to be neat all the time or it just feels like you're you're living in a zoo. You can't you're walking over things. It's a nightmare. So, I feel like then I come after you about once or twice a week, once or twice a month telling you that we need to get rid of stuff. Yeah. So, today we're going to be diving in all of, about stuff that you accumulate and what you should be doing with it. All right, should we dive right in? Sure. Fantastic. Let's do it. Welcome to Chain of Wealth. Here's your host, Dennis, inspiring you to begin your journey of financial freedom. All right, Kate. So my junk, I have got an absolute <laughs> problem with hoarding. You, know, you have like, gotten a lot better, though. <laughs> Let me just start I, yeah. it. You were like out of control before but you have gotten better but then what are some of the things that you've gotten rid of we'll say within the last six months well i'm just gonna go further back than that first i'm gonna say you know like the biggest problem that i had historically was i was a complete electronics nerd i was? always used to have Wait, what was yeah it was i've gotten a Damn. lot better no i've gotten a lot better you've gotten better i've gotten way better oh my you've goodness. got no idea how bad i used to be <laughs> wow so i used to literally just 
buy the latest and greatest gadgets. Like I, I'm a big gadget person. So I love having the latest technology. If there's something cool going on, I need to have it. And, you know, over like a longer period of time, I've managed to accumulate a whole bunch of junk. And, you know, like you kind of look back at it and you're like, all right, well, I bought this virtual reality headset for 50 bucks. Yes. I and, you know, it, it doesn't sound like much. You're like, yeah, it's 50 bucks. Like that's not a train smash. The world's not going to come to an end. I'm not going to not make my mortgage because of it. It's not a problem. But the problem is that's one thing, you know, and then you go out and you buy something else. And quite honestly, I look, I even thought I was being thrifty when I bought the headset. I was like, oh, well, you know what? It's a VR headset. It's pretty cool. You know, I'm going to buy it on Craigslist. And I did. I managed to find someone. It was worth like a hundred bucks back in the day. I only paid 50 bucks for it. So I thought like I got a really good deal, but I used it once, you know, and that's $50 that's been literally just sitting around in the apartments and like in the top shelf collecting dust. And it's crazy to think how many other electronics like that I have accumulated, like maybe old cell phones or maybe an Xbox, which I never used. You know, there's all these sort of odds and ends, which I've accumulated over a long period of time. And to what avail? Like, did I get satisfaction out of it? Probably not. Yeah, no, I definitely can agree with that because you did have a lot of stuff before. We used to say it was fun. Well, used to be like every time I come to Dennis's house, it's awesome because he's always got something new. <laughs> well, yeah, but that was before we lived together and then I had to always look at your stuff. But to be fair, it's also before we kind of really got involved in the personal yes. finance scene. And, you know, like having dived a bit more into... I would say the fire community and understanding the value of your time and, you know, like understanding when you buy something that's having like, it's not just the price you see, it's literally like a multiple that you're actually spending because that's lost income down the road. Right. You know, and when you start looking at things like that, you start thinking, well, do I really need all this stuff? You know, is this really, is the new iPhone really going to be that much different from the one that I got a year ago? You know, and the answer is probably not. It's probably an incremental change. And, you know, coming to that realization for me has been really big. Yeah, well, I must applaud you because we have not had a big Amazon purchase come to the house in a long time. Yeah, I mean, I And whenever, I really, whenever we do have something, it is something we actually need. Like when we needed a table. Yeah, like I have tried to get a lot better with it. And I think that understanding that that's money laying around and collecting dust and you're setting yourself back when you make those purchases, it kind of makes you take that dollar and turn it over a couple times in your pocket before you actually want to spend the money. And you really want to try and figure out, is this actually worth the benefit that I'm going to get from those dollars? Yeah. I can also remember you bought an Xbox randomly one night. You said, I think you couldn't sleep. Yeah, I had a little bit of insomnia and I just bought an Xbox. <laughs> and it was fun for the three times we played with it. Yeah, I mean, I obviously played a bit more than just three times. But still, like it was, you know, uh, something I didn't really need. I like wanted it. But ultimately, I would have been just as happy with like, what, a PlayStation 2? which is like way older and, you know, it's still a good console. You know, there's nothing wrong with us. But ultimately, you know, 
being on the cutting edge and always trying to keep up with the latest and greatest, that's probably going to cost you a lot of money down the road. I think my junk that I used to buy a lot was definitely shoes. Yeah, you had a lot of shoes. (laughs) To the point that the house that I bought in Florida, one of the selling points was that it had a separate shoe closet. And it was incredible. It was almost like um, Carrie Bradshaw's closet in Sex in the City. Um, for anybody who knows that reference, but it was, it was a problem. And when I was moving up here, I really went through my shoes and decided which ones I'm going to wear, which ones I don't. And I think I narrowed it down to a solid 10 pairs. Yeah. But all right. So let's take a step back at this point and say like, all right, say you, say you have managed to identify stuff and don't forget, take a photo of your stuff, hashtag my junk, send it on over. You could get mentioned on a future show. Um, So say you've identified stuff that you have now that's just sitting there collecting dust. What should you be doing with it? Sell it. Yes. (laughs) So Facebook Marketplace has been an absolute great resource. That is my favorite. today, like, we recently turned over mixers, so I bought a new mixer for the podcast. Yeah, like to be clear, this is a mixer for the podcast, not for the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, sorry. It's a mixer for the podcast, but it's literally that's something it's going to be used to help us make money when we have sponsors and stuff. So it is important because it improves our quality. So what we did is we sold the old one today and the guy collected it. He brought cash and it was $160, you mm-hmm. know, and... I could have just had that mixer laying around, Which you know, you having it as like a backup. In the corner. <laughs> it wasn't for that long. For like two months. <laughs> Point is, <laughs> if, you, if you sell stuff and turn it over, you get that money back. And very often, if you originally bought it secondhand, you can probably set it for close to the same value. So I actually bought that original mixer secondhand. And in fact, I broke even on it. I didn't actually end up spending any money on that mixer. The mixer only cost 160 bucks. I sold it for 160 bucks almost a year later. So that just goes to show that if you buy stuff secondhand, you've managed to avoid that initial depreciation of value. But because it's still like fairly new and in good condition, you can still set it on for quite a high value. I love buying stuff like that secondhand. Quick story. I bought my first kitchen table off Craigslist for, she listed it for 70 and I weaseled her down to 60. And my negotiation skills are not great. So I was really proud of that $10 difference that I had. Two years later, I sold it for 70. <laughs> <laughs> so not only did I buy it used, but then I also made a profit off of it. I That's was, crazy. I was pretty proud of it. That is awesome. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. So that's one of the ways that you can sort of monetize it. And other ways you can sort of get some money back as well is very often if you're trading in stuff at stores or you want to buy something, they will give you value. Like I know, like probably a bad example, but if you bring in like an old iPhone to Apple, very often they'll give you a credit off a new purchase. So a lot of stores have these kind of discounts on where, you know, they want you to keep loyal to the brand. They want you to upgrade. So they'd rather have you on as a customer instead of turning you away and saying, oh no, you have to pay full price. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, it definitely does. So I think that's pretty much it for the week. We, 
invite you once again to tweet us. It's hashtag my junk and you can send us a photo you can send a description whatever it is we'd love to know what junk you have laying around the house that's just collecting dust and let us know if you end up selling it as well we're very curious to find out if you end up doing that so kate i have something to tell you yeah so stephanie over at poorer than you Mm -hmm. has recently launched a curation site so the curation site is called moneymiddletons.com and it's aimed at people that have middle of the road income. So people that are sort of like, you like know, teachers? they're neither here nor there, like teachers, like people that are generally... Us con- regular folks. Yeah, like us regular folks. And there's in fact even a calculator on the site as well. So you can determine sort of like what income gap you're in. Are you considered high income, middle income or lower income? And this site is sort of aimed at people that are like middle of the range. It's like curation for articles that can help you like get ahead and teach you awesome tricks and tricks. We personally know Stephanie. She's been blogging for over 10 years. She's actually quite a dear friend of of us. Great advice. Yeah, she's absolutely fabulous. And she actually recently wrote a killer guide on student loans. And we'll be chatting about that in a future episode. And she's promised us to be on the show one day. So watch the space. She's going to be on here. Stephanie likes to get it together, girlfriend. Yeah, come now. Like, stop messing around. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but definitely check it out. It's themoneymiddletons.com. All right, Kate, do you have anything more to chat about today? or I think I have everything that I had on my lips. Awesome. Well, we'll catch you next time, Shainas. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.